supposed to do like I was like I've been having a couple kids do study hall. Yeah. And I couldn't even get to that today. I was like, hey, like Ryan, you gotta help me out. <laughs> what up with it there, Walt? Ace, what's going on, my man? Not much, my man. We we're sitting here talking about how we always end up doing, you know, we 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 uh we, they don't tell you when you get into coaching how much you're not gonna be coaching and worry about other stuff besides basketball. You got that right. About ten percent of the job is coaching, right? Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. I see you. You got a nice little uh, background there, Ace. Where are you at, man? You, yeah, you know I'm in the film room. I'm in the film looking, room right now. Looking good. Looking good back there, man. Looking yeah, my good. stomping grounds. It's my my area of expertise in here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you What's doing, up, right? Coach? I'm doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Well, man, I tell you what, we got Coach Ben Walker on the show with us, coming from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Played uh, uh, college basketball at Creighton. Went overseas. Played a number of, number of countries overseas. Uh, went went on to coach uh, some JUCO, uh, Jackson State, then to South Dakota State, and now uh, he's been at TSU for the past four seasons. Coach Walt, appreciate you coming on, uh, talking with us today. Uh, man, what's been going on? What's the update? What's been going on with you? How you doing? Not much, man. I appreciate you guys having me on here, man. It's my apologies you haven't had me on there sooner, but yeah. you know how this coaching thing goes, fellas. Yeah, yeah, it takes absolutely. a lot of your time. But, I mean, things been going well, man. Things been going well. Just gearing up to play us uh, SIUE. Yeah. yeah. How are they looking? Well, they look good. I mean, every every team looks good right now. I mean, once you've seen it once, you know, you play them once, they kind of make adjustments, and we have to make adjustments. And, you know, of course, it's going to be a tough game in our league. So every game in Ohio Valley is tough. For sure, for sure. I can't take any of them for granted. No, you cannot. Uh, cannot, especially, especially, you're right, especially this time of year, but he's looking good coming into form, and uh, yeah, I can't take any of them for granted. Uh, coach, all right, just told you, man, a little bit about your background. Growing up, um, you know, high school, uh, you know, falling in love with the game, kind of your, your upbringing with that, and then, you know, how you ended up, how you got to Creighton, and just, you know, that whole experience. Okay, I mean, we got a lot of time here then, huh? That's what you're saying. We got, we got some, we got, <laughs> not all night, but we got a little bit of time for right now. All right, man. Well, man, I'm, uh, I'm born in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, attended a uh, suburbs. I was born in the inner city. I mean, I raised in the inner city of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, went to a, a suburban school. At the time in Milwaukee, they had a program called the 220 program. And what it did was it took inner city kids and they, they allowed them to move and, and actually take a bus to schools in the suburb at the time. And so uh, my mom took advantage of the opportunity. My family took advantage of the opportunity. Went out to suburb school, man, and, and just fell in love with the game of basketball. I've, I've always played it. Um, but I didn't know, like, you can actually, you know, the ball can take you places. You know what I mean? I didn't know how valuable the game is and what it can do for you in your future. And so um, went on to Oak Creek High School um, in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. Played four years there. Was an all-stater. And, you know, uh, my senior year, I'm thinking – you know, I'm done. I'm done playing basketball. I didn't know any much about, you know, college basketball when I was growing up. And uh, I get an offer from Creighton University. Um, during that time, I did play a little bit of football and happened to be pretty good at football. But football wasn't my love, and I had more offers for football. But I really loved the game of basketball, and it was in my family and our blood. And, and uh, you know, had an offer from Creighton University. Uh, they were very loyal to me. Um, me Waiting the time for me to pass the ACT test. Took me a few times to pass it. But once I passed it, man, it was a great decision for me to go out to Creighton and, and play ball for Dana Altman. Had a successful four years at Creighton, um, three NSAID tournaments, one NIT. And uh, I mean, the rest of it is kind of like, you know, history. Played some basketball afterwards abroad. Didn't know I was going to get into coaching. Had no idea about coaching if I really wanted to do it. 
but it's kind of something I fell in love with, you know, and, and, you know, helping young men reach their goals and, and fulfill their dreams like I did um, is something that's important to me and why I like it. So, all right, let's back up to Creighton before we move on to, to getting into coaching. You know, you obviously you, you played, Creighton's got a, you know, a, a really storied history, um, a historic program. Kind of just who, who were some of the guys that you played with uh, while you were at Creighton? Well, I played with Rodney Buford. He was, uh, at the time, he was a leading scorer before Doug McDermott broke his records. He was a all-time leading scorer at Creighton University. Unbelievable player. Uh, we had a game against Bradley uh, my freshman year. And Bradley scores a total of 44 points for the game. So we played good defense. Uh, Rodney Buford scores 40 of our points. Oh Unbelievable score. Uh, played with Kyle Corver, um, a little bit with Anthony Tolliver. He was kind of like a, a walk-on kid for – not a walk-on, but kind of a redshirt at the time. Um, but played some good guys. Ryan Sears, he's a guy that went to the Hall of Fame with me at Creighton in, in two, 2010. Um, it's just a number, but a number of guys we played with. A lot of them you may not know because they're not in the NBA, but you know, Kyle was probably one of the more famous guys that that I played with for four years, for three years. That's wow. Funny. What uh? So uh, you know, you said you were under Dana Altman, and obviously he's gone on to uh, he, he's gone on to, to keep coaching at, at some cool places. What kind of what's it like playing for a guy like that, and then seeing him go on and do other things after you're done, and and the pedigree that he has, uh, what, what's it what's it mean to play under a guy like that, you know, looking back on it now? Well, I mean, at the time, um, I mean, he, he had the same ambitions that we had as players. He just wanted to win. Um, he had a tough goal in the, in the earlier years before our class got there, and he was, you know, he, he did his thing recruiting. He was really patient, you know, with us as players, um, and even with the coaching staff, just really patient. And he knew what he had, you know what I mean? And so he allowed us to grow and develop, and, and we just had fun, you know, playing under Dana Altman. Um, he had a great system, you know what I mean? And he took his lumps beforehand. But once he got it rolling, it was easy. It was easy for him. And then once we started winning, you know, it's like any team. Once you win the first year, it's easy going into the next year. And you're used to playing longer once you make it to a, a postseason play. You're used to playing longer. So when the season is a little shorter, you're kind of surprised. You know what I mean? So we wanted yeah. to play long every year. And he kept telling us every year, let's play longer. Let's play longer. Let's play longer. And we kind of took that mentality. Just play longer and have fun and, and enjoy the process. Yeah, one, one, hey, once you get a taste, it, you, you need that second one. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And it, it's fun. And you got to yeah. get there, though. That's the hardest thing is you, you have to get there. And that's, that's a tough thing to do. You All right, so you mentioned it was fun. And our – I guess I'm I'm trying to where, where is does it feel does it feel like kids are still having as fun as maybe you did or growing up and and getting the same enjoyment out of the game and if they're not what 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 can we do to make sure that they're still having that amount of fun to make it because it is fun and winning is fun it's hard yeah. but it's mm -hmm. fun what what can we do to, to make sure that they're also having fun while still putting in the work and having that winning mentality well I think right now we just have to change the mindsets of these young men like. A lot of young men that we're recruiting and a lot of our players now, they're, they're the individual workout kids. They like working on their individual games. You know what I mean? Uh, back then, it was just a team game. Like, we, we didn't mind making extra pass. We didn't mind, you know, hanging out with our team and working out with the team. Mm -hmm. And I think that has to change. And I think a, a lot of times it's, it's our college game follows the NBA game. Um, you'll watch an individual player, and he's doing his individual workouts, and guys go away from, you know, the team concept of things, you know, it's, and that's kind of where the game goes. Once the game goes back to, you know, a team playing in the NBA, like the Golden State Warriors, a great team, mm -hmm. but 
players now, they just want to work out individually. And that's not as fun. You know, I don't think it's as fun. Um, and then just playing the game. I don't think playing the game, going out and playing, going out to playgrounds and playing and going out to, you know, wrecks and playing. Guys just don't want to do that. You know, playing with guys you don't know and learning from them. That, that's kind of missing right now in the game. And, and, you know, me growing up and me going to Creighton, and that's what we did. We played all the time. We played every day. In the summertime, we would travel to other schools and play. We'd go play Omaha, Nebraska, go to their open gym and play. We'd travel to Lincoln, Nebraska, play uh, the University of Nebraska and play those guys. Go to Bellevue University, which is 20 minutes away from Creighton, and go play those guys. So it was uh, an everyday thing of playing, and that was fun. And that's how we developed, and that's how we got better. And when you do that, that builds a lot of chemistry, you know what I mean? And I think the, f- the fun is taken away from it now because you so much worked on yourself and your own ability that you don't see the results. You don't know that it does take your team to win. It does take chemistry to win. And so we have to change the mindset of that and, and the mindset of these young men and just, you know, make them play more, make them have more fun playing together, learning each other the right way, you know? Yeah. All right. I, coach, I, I got to say something because that whole conversation. So I had a talk with our guys the other day and we were talking about um, Devin Booker getting all upset with the guy in the fan, uh, the Toronto Raptors mascot in the fan. And then I asked the question, or we started talking about um, him getting upset about the double team. I yeah. don't know if you saw that video, but when they said, video. Yeah. And he said, we're trying to work, we're trying to work on our game, man. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, how can you, and I, and I looked at, and I looked at all of our guys and I was like, who here thinks that this is the right thing to do? Like, I'm just curious, like, let's just have a conversation. And they were like, no, you shouldn't be double teaming and pick up. Blah, blah, blah. I said, are you serious? And th- this is my personal opinion. I said, I'm not going to let you win. I don't care who you are. Right. Like, I'm trying to win the game. And they're like, no, we're trying to work on our game. I said, bro, you guys have gotten it so wrong that you yeah. guys think that working on the game is just like this individual skill. No, it's learning how to win in different ways. Exactly. That, that is working on your game. All this other stuff, you guys don't get it. Like, that's not what it is. So yeah, that, that's funny that you started talking about that because – I played, uh, I played pickup with our guys one time. It was either this – I think it was this fall. And it was very, a non-orchestrated pickup. And I was like, I'm just going to go play with them. And there were some other guys in town. And, and it was just like one-on-one. This is all it was. It was one-on-one. If somebody catches it, they do, do whatever. You sit in the corner. I was like, man, I will never come back to this. I said, this is basketball. <laughs> I said, this is terrible. Like, I, I won't do it. Like – you're telling me I don't like I don't pass and move and screen and cut and have to guard somebody unless uh, and I was like no nah, I'm I'm never doing this again so and that's not fun that's not fun no. playing the game that way and it's it's actually a lot harder I mean we and the the generation now is is they make the game a little harder than what it has to be if you're double team guess what get rid of the ball you, somebody's open it's that simple exactly um, you're a really good player we're going to double team you. I mean, the game is that simple. We're going to take away what you what you like to do and make it and, hard for you. And, and somebody you don't think don't. that you're and you don't think you're going to see that in the actual game. Like, come on, Devin Booker. Like, yeah. you you better make that extra pass and rely on a teammate to make the extra one. No, well, well to Devin well, Booker's defense, to his defense, I don't know if those guys are very good. He's playing pickup with, mm-hmm. so he may have had every right to get mad. You know, for the double team. Like, look, man, these guys I'm playing with, they're not very good. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take all the shots and I'm, I'm going to win the game, you know, but, but maybe okay, that's what so happened. This is, this is what my thing is. And like, once again, Devin Booker's having a heck of a year. Suns are doing great. Like I hundred percent respect all that, but I couldn't imagine a guy with like, like Kobe Bryant 
Kobe being Bryant ever saying something of the sort. He, he said, send another. You better send another. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan, there's no way he would have said we're working yeah. on our individual game. You're right. You're, you're right. He would have broke somebody's nose that was going to Dublin, made a pass, gone, got the rebound. <laughs> like, so, I don't I mean, know. That's, Maybe that's, I'm wrong. That's what's, that's what's happening. That's what's happening with the game. And, and it'll change. It'll change. And, and mm-hmm. you know, we have to continue to do our part as coaches and helping these young men understand and learn the game the right way, you know. Mm-hmm take the individual stuff out of the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I okay, last thing, and I'm done with this tangent. Um, I think the biggest thing, and I don't know why, and correct me if I'm wrong, is I think they view that as fun, to go out there and just hang out and joke around and do all this yeah. other stuff on the basketball court when, like you said, what, or what I would always did when I played was it was fun to beat you. Yeah. Like, that's what was fun for me. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Right. I, I just – that that hasn't changed. That hasn't changed much at all from from now. But I mean, you look at what guys look at now. I mean, um, when we we're growing up, we're we're watching the games. We're actually watching the games. We're yeah. we're not watching the highlights of what guys are doing. You know, and mm. I think that's part of it. Also, is with social media and things like that, media outlets for them. They're able to watch Steph Curry go through the legs six times and take a shot. But if they watch the game, they'll understand he did that move one time. You know. Yes. And, and they fail to realize, like, if he makes that shot one time, he's not going to do it again. He's working on when he really does what he really works on at home are the standstill shots in the corner. He takes a bunch of those coming off screen shots. Like, and I think those are the workouts that guys need to see. Like, what is he really working on? What is he really paying mm-hmm. attention to? It's not the James Harding triple step back. Mm-hmm. He may do that once or twice in the game, you know. What he's really working on is coming off the screen and and making plays, getting downhill, getting you in foul trouble and things like that. And so I think that's the part of it that's missing is is watching the game. You know, I, we used to yeah. watch Michael Jordan. We used to watch Kobe Bryant. And so once they did one of those moves, we knew for sure that's not – I'm not going to work at that. I'm going to work at that fadeaway that Jordan does because he's taking that 20 times in the game, you know. And yeah. so – that's what's so, happening with this youth right now, I think. Yeah, so you see DeMar DeRozan, what he's doing right now, and you're like, okay, this is a Kobe guy. This is an MJ guy, and, like, it's still productive. But even a step further with Steph Curry is, God, I mean, dude sets more screens than anybody in the freaking league besides Draymond Green. Right. And he doesn't stop. He doesn't, right. Exactly. He's continuously move. And so if you're watching anything about Steph Curry, it's – Look how much this guy's moving. Like the guy that's guarding him, you have to be exhausted mm-hmm. to do. And that doesn't happen overnight. He's actually working at this. This is what he's working on. This mm-hmm. makes those shots that those make those open shots easier for him because he's worked on running all over the place off the of screens and getting his feet square and getting off the shot. Yeah. You know, but we are, you know, our, our youth, they don't see that. They just see the triple crossover. Yeah. No. no. And they don't and they see the 50 points and they don't see that. 15 of those came from the free throw line. Correct. They don't, they don't see that six of those probably came on a back cut because now people are overpressuring him. Mm-hmm. So now you're sitting at, what, 21 points, and you haven't even talked about his threes yet yep. or any dribble moves. Or I mean, yeah. so anyway, all right, I digress. I apologize. Oh, no, you're I, had to go, I had to go on that rant. I had to yeah. go on that rant. No, that's a, that's, that's a great point. I always I – always, because, you know, I, when I was working out, when I was playing, I was, I, you know, I'd, I'd be in the gym doing a, eight, a six, eight, ten count, something like that. But I was smart enough to know that I'm not going to do that move in a game. It's Correct. so when I need to make that one move when a defender comes, well, shoot, I can make the one move because I just did ten of them in the gym ten times, you know. So it's just really just so I can be confident in that one move that I'm making. 
but you know the the game is not that hard. It's it's really not that difficult. It's if a simple they take game. Away your right hand, use your left hand. If they take away your three pointer, drive to the basket and get a layup. It's it's really not that hard mm-hmm. to play the game, but we make it a lot harder than what it is. We we overthink it sometimes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every off season, trying to do all these crazy things when really you just need to add like one or two moves. If yeah. that if that's that you want, and then if you're in college, it's like even simpler than that. Like unless you're the guy, if you're a role guy, really accept that role and really master it. So yeah, you're right. You're right. And there's guys that's getting paid millions of dollars for mastering their role. <laughs> you know, PJ Tucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at this. Kyle Corver played 13, 14 years in NBA. He has the same role he had in college when he played with me. He just stood in the corner and waited for the shot, and he knocked it down. When he had a chance to shoot it, he knocked it down. Mm-hmm. But there were some games in the NBA where Kyle was on the court, and he had zero attempts. Mm-hmm. He's fine with that. He did his job. His job was to make the defense stick to him. Mm-hmm. Wow. So now he's actually a really, really good offensive player. Mm-hmm. So now he created an advantage, you know, for his offense, for the offense on his team. So now mm-hmm. if I'm driving his way, I got a cleaner layup because no one's going to help because I got a knockdown shooter in the corner. Yep. And mm-hmm. then that's how simple the game. They're paying guys millions of dollars yeah. to stand in the corner and wait. But yeah. kids nowadays, they say, coach, I have more to my game than that. Yeah, yeah. I can care less what you got more than the game. Just knock down that shot when you get a chance. Just stand right and, there and wait. And then listen, if you can do that, great. Then maybe in the offseason you can work on something else. Add one more thing. And then if you come back and you show it's like, okay, cool. Like you're really good at that. Or like, you know, I, I Nathan, you're still not a good two-point shooter. Like I get it. You know, I tried. I tried yeah. for an offseason and I still didn't have it. So, you know, stay behind the three-point line. But just know your role. Just do your role. If your role yes. is knocking down a stand, just do that. And your Corver. Great example. Yep. Clay Thompson, great example. He's not trying to do what Steph does. He no. catches and shoots. He wonder will pull ups. He dunks it. I mean, that's very simple, simple. right? Any guards. <laughs> and he definitely plays defense. Yeah, very yes. good defender. But outside of practice or during practice, maybe just during a shooting drill. Oh, well, during a shooting drill, I mean, he's, I mean, it's automatic. I mean, yeah. it's, it's called autopilot when he lets it go. It's, and everything's the same. You know, yeah. everything's yeah. the same with him. He doesn't change his, his base doesn't change at all. His, his form doesn't change at all. And if he's missing a shot, you know, for him, it's always like the rim's cricket, you know, or some, some, the air's on in the gym. That's why I'm missing these shots. Like, he's never changed yeah. anything. And he shot the ball the same way all the time. Yeah. So the way he shoots in the NBA may be a little bit quicker because the defenders are a little longer, a lot better athletes. But, I mean, his form, when he catches in the right spot, it's, it's automatic, you know what I mean? And, and the same things for him if he catches in a bad spot, he may take one bounce and pass it. He doesn't shoot the ball. If he catches it in the back, he's not shooting it. Yeah. And that's what, you know, made him great. I'm not taking a bad shot. If I catch a bad, it's not going up. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I catch a good, it's going up. Yeah, yeah. That's so, he, yeah, I mean, he's a – mentality he's a, to have right there. That is a yeah. – and it's a smart mentality to have. That'll equal a career 40-plus percent. Well, I mean, and then right that's, that's simple, fellas. That's easy. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? That's, that's what we're like. That's the easy part of this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and shoot it the same way. I'm not changing up nothing. Why? I've never had a bad shooting day before. I shot the same way every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's never had a bad shooting day. Yeah. Um, so, so, all right. So, so let, let's move on a little bit. So you you wrap up at Creighton. Um, you know, you, you're what's ne- you know you're, you're thinking about what's next for you. Um, did you did you know overseas was a possibility? Did you think the NBA? Did you have any possible NBA opportunities? And then you know you, you end up getting overseas. What was what was that whole process like? 
Well, when I when I finished, I um, signed with an agent uh, when my season was done. And like I said, I didn't know the whole process because I've never been through that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some workouts. I did with Indiana Pacers and Milwaukee Bucks um, and, and a few other teams. But it was one of them things where when I didn't get picked up by those teams, I thought it was over. You know, I didn't know that there was more basketball out there. It's not as broadcast as much now as it was then. And I had no idea. And uh, one of our assistant coaches, his name was um, his name is, was Kevin McKenna. He's in Oregon with Dan Altman now. Um, played with the 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 Lakers. Won a ring with Magic Johnson with the Lakers. Unbelievable shooter. He uh, told me, said, "Hey, it's not over. There's more basketball to play. Like you can go abroad and play." And I had no idea. And so, you know, I took a chance and went overseas to play my first year in England, um, um, in a city called uh, Birmingham. And it was just a lot of fun, just learning a new culture. Um, I mean, they spoke English, so that was easy. Uh, the food was pretty, you know, similar to what we had here. Uh, but it was just uh, learning a different culture and seeing how other people do things, you know, and how they move over there was, and it was an everyday thing for me. You know, and I was open-minded also. I mean, I went over there open-minded knowing that some things may be different. The, some of the food may be different than when I'm happy, you know, they're, you know, how they move may be a little different. Of course, driving on the other side of the car, that's completely different. You know what I mean? So Man. I went over there open-minded. And once I understood that, I knew that I would continue to play ball for a long time overseas because my mind was open to different things. I was willing to, you know, experience different things and meet different people. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. And so that made that job easier, easy for me for, you know, six years, seven years of playing. Yeah. Man, it was kind of the same thing when I went to military school. I, I, I had to have an open mind about it because, you know, I knew everything was going to be different. It was going to be yeah. completely different than anything I'd ever experienced. And so I had to go in with an open mind and try to find the fun somewhere. You know, otherwise yep. you'd sit there and be miserable, lonely all day. But, you know, regardless of the circumstances, you got to try to find the fun in it. hundred percent, Asa. And like, I mean, I had to be roommates with you and I just realized I had to try to find the fun in it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so the snoring, the snoring was back then too, huh? Okay. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, snoring he was a great was- roommate. Besides certain, besides when he wasn't. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Walk. Well, what was what was what was the what was the most fun you had playing overseas? In what country? Where were just kind of the coolest experience, coolest place you were at? The coolest place I've ever played. I was lucky enough to play in the Middle East, and I played in Dubai. Oh, I played in God. Qatar first. I was in the country Qatar first, which is a 45 minute flight from Dubai. And um, it was, Qatar was an amazing country. It was, I had no idea I was going to play in the Middle East. You know, um, I didn't know if I wanted to play in the Middle East because of what was on the news. And once I got there, I was kind of like, wow, this, this place is awesome. And then I played in Qatar for a year, year and a half. And I went and played over in Dubai for a year. And I tell you what, if, if someone told you Dubai is on the moon, believe it. Cause it's, it's, <laughs> It's spectacular there. I mean, they have some things there that was, it was just unbelievable. The, architect, the architectural structure there was unbelievable. The people are, I mean, they were awesome. Um, the money was great. You know, of course, season was a little shorter, but the money was great. And, you know, now, you know, a guy can go over there right now and make really, really good money in, mm-hmm. in Dubai because they've grown, you know, in the basketball, you know, in Asia. So that's, that's good. But that was the most fun place and more spectacular place I've been. You know, Australia was fun, but Dubai was, I mean, it was kind of like, wow, it's, there's more to life out there. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of stuff going on that some people will never see and never experience. And I was lucky enough to experience it. 
Mm-hmm. Man, oh my gosh, I want to go to Dubai so bad. I bet that was that. Well, that sounds unbelievable. We'll spend um, a lot of money. You will spend a lot of money. Believe you, me. Yeah, yeah. I, Is well, everything heard, really expensive over there? No, no. I mean, I've it's just it, you know, arm and a leg just to get over there. Well, you know what? I don't think it's I don't think it's that much to get there. The idea is for them for you to get there for them. They have to get you there. Mm-hmm. Once they get you there, and once you see all the glam and all the lights and everything, you're going to spend your money because you want you're going to want to see more. You're going to want to experience more. Um, the shopping is roughly about the same as ours. You know, you can get a lot of things differently with jewelry and things like that. But I mean, I spent a lot of money on gifts. You know, and that was my thing. I was just I wanted other people to experience with me, even though they weren't yeah. there with me. So I would just send things home all the time. And that's that's what happened to me in Dubai. I spent a lot of money, made some decent <laughs> money, but I spent a lot of money in Dubai. So, oh man, that's awesome. Um, all right, okay. So, you know, let's let, let you're wrapping up. You're wrapping up your playing career. I don't know what you're thinking is next for you. You you kind you start training some guys, right? I, I know you you had a lot of, of big names that probably these kids know now, right? Um, that are you know that have that made a name for themselves. Um, you know, you start doing that. So what, I mean, what, what turned you into actually want to suit up on the sideline and, and get into coaching um, after playing? It was, I want to say it was Miles. I mean, we were, I was lucky enough to, to train Miles Turner and Marcus Smarts and Terrence Ferguson and guys like that. I was lucky enough to yeah. be in that vicinity. And, and I was, I mean, I, I got really lucky. Yeah, then when they were young, Nate, he had them. Really, they were, they, they were babies. Young. Like Miles Turner was, you know, seventh grade, you know, I was hey, there when he, he still did. gives me PTSD. So. <laughs> we, we played Miles Turner coach uh, while we were at Lipscomb one year. Okay. Uh, but he was, I mean, back then he was, you know, skinny kid, this young skinny kid. And, and it, the, the thing that changed me to go into coaching was the kids I was training, they got older. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I don't want to do this all over again with a new batch of kids. And it was six years. I was training kids for six years when I was done. And I looked up into a great situation, had our own facility. I was extremely blessed. And um, these guys came in every day. They wanted to get better, you know, I mean, and, and you can tell, you know, you can kind of tell when guys are pros, like Marcus Smarts would come in our gym and just sleep on the floor because he didn't want to go home. And Terrence Ferguson was, you know, in his sixth grade playing, you know, up with the eighth graders. You know what I mean? And, and Miles Turner was just, you know, seventh, eighth grade. He was still six, seven, just long, just didn't have any coordination. You know what I mean? Like, so, and growing up and watching those guys and, and seeing those guys, man, it was, it was hard. It was really hard to stop, but I knew I needed to have, I needed to change. You know, I needed to do something different and, you know, kind of take my talents and show other kids, hopefully more kids, you know, two years or four year schools. And that's, that's what I did. Yeah. So, man, all right. So, with all the stops, let's see. You, 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 you made a. You, you started Juco. Did you start? You started Juco, right? Started yep. Juco. And then, uh, what? How was that? It was different. Yeah, it was different. Um, I learned a lot of lessons in Juco. A lot of lessons that I, I have now. I was myself. I've been really lucky in coaching to be with some good people and learning from good people. Um, the the biggest lesson I learned about junior college basketball was, um. The kids are—they're not going to be as good as you are, mm-hmm. or you were. They're never going to be as good as you were, mm-hmm. and the reason that they're not going to be as good as you were is their motivation's different. You know, they have a whole different motivation. Like my motivation was completely different, and why I accepted the game and and grew in the game and wanted to be great at the game. Their motivation was completely different than mine, so I had to try to relate. And the the great thing about playing ball overseas is 
their motivation is different overseas also. You know what I mean? You have some, in Dubai, I had some guys that had jobs. They, they work real jobs, like basketball is recreation. And they were my teammates. So I had to find a way to make them love the game as much as I did. And that's what I learned in junior college. It was once I took my anger and my frustration away of guys missing wide open layups and, you know, guys not working as hard as, as what I thought I did at the time, um, I continued to grow. I got better as a coach, got better as a person. And it was, it was more fun to be around me because I knew whatever your motivation is, let's find out what that is and then let's maximize what we can get out of that motivation. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that happened. That's, that's kind of made me fall in love. It was some, some tough coaching years, you know, in JUCO my first few years, but I did learn a lot. And then, uh, and then, um, so then you, you go to uh, Jackson State and then. I go, to uh, Butler. I go to Butler Community College. I went to oh, two. Okay, yep. two. Okay. 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 Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. Went to Butler Junior College in uh, Kansas, in Butler, Kansas. Yeah. Uh, yes. Had a great, we had a great run. Broke some yeah. records there is for wins. And we had a really good team. And, and like I said, I was really blessed to have um, the coaching staff that we had. Uh, then I decided that, you know what, I want to see what this D1 thing is like as a coach. I played it. I wanted to see what it was like as a coach. And I get over to Jackson State in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, HBCU in the SWAC. Uh, we won, you know, 20 games, 20-plus games, and that was fun. And then a friend of mine got a job at South Dakota State, a guy I grew up with, Otsaburg. Uh, uh, He's now the head coach at Iowa State. Um, he gets a job at South Dakota State and he calls me and says, hey, you know, I, I need you with me. Let's come on out here and and let's win some games. Great job. Great you know, opportunity. So mm-hmm. decided to do that. Won some games there, a few NCAA tournaments. And then uh, it was it was time for me. To ch- it was a change for me. I needed a change. I needed to get out of the north and kind of move down south. Mm-hmm. And once I got the opportunity to, you know, learn more about Coach Collins, um, I knew Coach Nichols very well. I was recruiting a couple of his players. His player played for me at South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Um, once an opening came up, and he, you know, Nichols called me and Penny called me, and it was like, it's a good fit. Let's let's go south a little bit and let's you know, let's learn from some other guys. Let's yeah. have some fun down there. Yeah, and so yeah. that's why we're here right now in at Tennessee State. Man, I tell you what, awesome. I tell you what. That's, uh, well, all right. So I, I have a question for you. You mentioned you you said you said I want to see what this what this D one thing is like, what this coaching D one is like. Yes. After so all, all the coaching that you've done up to this point, what has it? What's the answer to that question? What has it been like for Coach <coughs> Walker? That's good. It's not as fun as playing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> playing it is a lot more. It, well, it's wa- a watching lot. watching games well, in work. general, no matter how oh. you're watching, whether you're coaching on the sidelines or in the fans, yep. it's way more stressful than playing. Yes. No matter yes. every time. Playing, playing is a lot more fun. It, right. it, it, it was way more fun because you didn't have to deal with all the, you know, compliance and all that stuff that you deal with, you know, the ins and outs of being a coach. There's a lot more to it, you know what I mean? And, and once you get the hang of everything that's, you know, that you have to do every day on your day to day, like, you know, you had study hall. I mean, that's that's an everyday thing for guys. You know what I mean? Once you once you get used to it, it is fun. But, um, you know, having played in the NCAA and then coaching an NCAA, playing the NCAA tournament and coaching an NCAA tournament, it was a lot more fun as a player. I tell you, that. it was a lot more fun getting there as a player. Yeah. Yeah. A lot less stress on you, you know. <laughs> Man, goodness. A lot less stress. Um, well, all right, Coach, I'll tell you what. We got, we're going to uh, end with some uh, rapid-fire questions here, and then it's okay. slap time for Asa. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, first one. Uh, last technical as a coach. Wow. 
That's a good, I don't know. Yeah. Have you ever know, individually? I mean, uh, maybe our staff has gotten a few of them, but yeah. me, my, no, I can't remember. Okay. Good. You get any as a player? You a hothead at all? Well, I remember now and then I get a little bit. I mean, you know, <laughs> long, long time ago, long time ago, I get a few of them. <laughs> um, few. Okay. Were you were you ever kicked out of a, out of a game? Never kicked out of a game. Never kicked out of a game. Good. Never. Um, all right. Ever dunked the basketball on a ten foot rim? Yes. Did you Did you have hops like that? Oh man, I was dunking all the time, Ace. Eh? So you gotta like, look me up, man. I'm on YouTube. You yeah. find me on YouTube. <laughs> I, I looked you up one time on YouTube. I, I found a, like an interview, but I don't. I don't. I couldn't find a lot of uh, a lot of game highlights. You gotta go to the game highlights. They'll show you a few of them that you know. Yeah. I had some hops back then. That, that's, that's not. That's not a jab. I I, I. I. We ask everybody that question if they dunk. No, that, that's no problem. No problem. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, you're up three uh, at the end of a the game. They have the last shot. Do you foul or let it play out? I foul. You foul? Yeah. I foul. I, I like that idea. Yep, I foul. I'm a big fan of that idea. Um, okay, you leaving our best player in with two fouls in the first half? Yes. Yes, good. Um, all right, go for the tie, go for the win. Well, wait a minute. In the first half, you mean how much time is in the first half? Uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll say it's, I mean, you know, let's say there's seven minutes left in the first half. He picks up his second foul and it's a, uh, and it's a uh, above average important. It's a, it's an important game. Important game. Yeah. I'm leaving him in. Yeah. Yeah. Leave yeah. him in. Um, okay. Go for the tie. Go for the win. The win. There we go. <laughs> Who goes for the tie? I'm going for the win. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> casual or professional on the sidelines? Professional. Yeah. Yeah. Professional. You rather go suit than wow. uh, than the khakis and uh, quarter zip? I'd rather go suit. I'd rather go suit because it's. I mean, you're you're setting an example. I mean, I think you know in our game, young men need to see how important it is to look good, and and you know, I mean, they know how to look good on the you know on the sideline with their uniforms and all that. It's important for them to see like you can wear a suit and coach. Yeah. You know, this this really is a job. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think you need to look the part of the job. Yeah. So. I agree, I agree with that. I do think there is something like that. about the morale of guys walking in with, with you know, buttoned up, suit and tie on. That I, I do think there is something to be said about that. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think I think unless you know, like this is bit, we're going in for business. Like we're going in to take care of business. You wear a suit and tie anywhere. Other times you're going to work and and it's a business job or whatever job you're having. It's 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 work. You're going to go take care of business. Yeah, certainly. Mm -hmm. um, okay, uh, early morning or evening or night practice. Ooh. Evening. Evening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. If you were not coaching basketball and or training kids, what what would you want to be doing? Uh, Playing as I mean, a that's a very good question. I mean, a lot of times from this side, they say I look like Denzel. So I probably want to, act, <laughs> you know, do a little acting, just looking this way only as, you know, they're filming. I don't, I don't know. That's a good question, man. I have no idea. Really? That's a good question, man. It just, I'm a, I'm a free floor, man. I just kind of go, you know, kind of go with the wind, man. I just, you know, that's, that's been my life. That's been the, you know, how I became who I am now. I just kind of go with the wind. If there's something that's different for me to do, I'll give it a try. If I like it, you know what, I'll do something different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, hey, I'm not afraid of it. I've been having a Denzel pic a picture of Denzel in my, in my I know, room. I know that that was my uh, training day picture, right? Is that the yeah, one that you was, have up there? <laughs> Every yeah. time we I remember got... when I took that picture, I mean, when I took that picture, I tell you what, it was, I was feeling myself at that time when I took that picture. <laughs> oh my gosh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> I do. Oh man. All right. Okay. Uh, you playing any golf? 
I mean, I try to. I mean, you got to have really good housing insurance around me when I'm playing golf because yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to ruin something out there. It's, you know, just my wife's better at you know, golf than I am. She's pretty yeah. good. Oh yeah. my gosh! You, uh, I remember you said at what was it at uh, at DMAC? You said it was a driving range right by the house, wasn't it? Right behind our our campus. It was it was awesome, and it was funny because I never I didn't get any better at all. You know, even with that there, I just I was just hacking at the ball, I man. I just enjoy just taking my frustrations out on it, and then if I lost the ball, I put another one down. That's <laughs> that's how I play the game. You know, we can't find it. Let's put another one down with the same spot. Let's go. Short yeah, <laughs> memory. Next shot. Always the next shot. That's right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, should every team make the conference tournament? Hmm. In the OVC? Uh, I I mean, just in general, you know, if if there if you are the governing body of the NCAA men's basketball, do you? I mean, and you had to make a choice: should every team and every conference make the conference tournament, or no? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't think so. No, why not? I don't think so. I think it's. I think if everyone makes it, I think you take away the excitement of the conference tournament. You take away the the whole feel of you've accomplished something. You know, you get to continue to play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I also think it helps us out as coaches that if we all go, we just kind of like it just takes away the fun of it, of, of knowing if you're going to go or not or the excitement of is your team playing well or not, you know, or or what can happen. You know, what I mean, for us this year, it's a little stressful because everyone's kind of bunched up at that fourth position. Yep. But it is a lot of fun just knowing, like, if our team comes out there and plays and they do things the right way, we'll go into the conference tournament with some confidence and we'll have fun there. You know what I mean? And I, I think that's that's something to work for. You know, I think it's, it's you know, of course, the NCAA tournament's great, but making it to the conference tournament is kind of like your mini NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, once you get there, you're good. Now it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah. You win your conference tournament, now it's 0-0 zero, zero against – you know, the, the top 64, 65 teams in the country that, that had an opportunity to make it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think every team should go, no. Yeah, I got you. All right, uh, last one. Uh, my okay. favorite one, LeBron or Jordan? Come on, man. I'm a Jordan guy. You know you know this. I'm a Mike guy, man. I, know, I, know. <laughs> I am a Jordan guy. Now, you're saying off the court or on the court? Yeah. I think LeBron's unbelievable off the court. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. LeBron's an unbelievable basketball player. He's yeah. Unbelievable. But I think what Michael Jordan has done to the game and, and for the game is just spectacular. I mean, it's it's unbelievable what, you know, one man can do for the game. I mean, just globally for the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's <clears throat> unbelievable. And then show up every day knowing, you know, someone out there wants to, wants to uh, see you do something that you may have never done before. Or he was chasing perfection. And you can never achieve perfection as a player or even a coach because your perfect in the game is different from mine. Mm-hmm. And my perfect is different from everybody else's. And so to chase perfection of everyone in the arena, I think it's unbelievable and it's extremely difficult to do. But you got to be a strong minded player yeah. to do it. And I think that's what Michael Jordan was you know, to yeah. the game. Yeah. All right. Well, you did say off the court, um, LeBron. So is that a Denzel thing? Do you think that uh, do you think yeah, LeBron's because- just a better actor? Well, no, I think that LeBron. I mean, there's, you know, there's a Space Jam uh, one, Space Jam two. Like, well, you telling well, me LeBron I'm, is a better actor? No, that's not what I said. I just said, you know, LeBron, I'm playing. I'm playing. Doing, you know, LeBron's doing <laughs> producing and all that now. So I'm just saying that, just in case he sees this, <laughs> I can look this way. 
you know, he can get he can get me all you know, just just a short little bit on the movie, you know. I mean, yeah. I'm doing that stuff now. I just just get a little he's directing. I just want to get a little just a little glimpse of that's all. That's all. Space <laughs> hey, Space Jam three. Go ahead and three. Hey, Coach Walk's gonna be at least in the the stands this time. That's I mean, right. I can be somewhere in the world. Out there. You well, you're going to know if I'm out there, though. I'm going to definitely get out of character if I'm on that. Well, Coach Walk, uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. It's a, it, it's a pleasure to finally have you on. Uh, you know, I'll say this real quick. It's also been awesome to be able to, you know, work with you and learn with you for the past three seasons, man. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure. So I, I, I appreciate you, man. I really do. Oh, man. This has been a lot of fun, fellas. And like I said, my apologies for not getting on here earlier or sooner with you guys and joining you. But, man, it's it's the feelings mutual ace, man. I, I enjoy, you know, just hopefully um, we're, we're teaching you the right things in this game and how to do things the right way, man, and, and keeping you patient in this game. Um, opportunity is going to come. You're a good coach. You're going to be a, a, a great coach down in the future. Just keep learning, man, and having fun and, and continue to know they're, they're not going to be as good as you were. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how hard that'll be. But, uh, hey, you're on, you're on Twitter, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. What's your, what's your Twitter? My Twitter name is B E N. Ben Walker, the number four. So Ben, Ben Walker, four. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'm going to wrap this up real quick. You can find myself on uh, Instagram at the Ace of Spades with a V on the end. You can find myself on um, Twitter at Coach Ace of Spades. You can find Nathan on Twitter at Coach Nate Moran. You can find Mind of a Coach um, on Twitter at uh, Mind of a Coach Pod. And you can find us on Instagram at Mind of a Coach. Coach Walk. Man, thank you again, dog. I appreciate you. Slab time for Asa. Hey, you know, man, this was a lot of fun, fellas. Thanks for having me, man. This was a lot of fun. Appreciate yes, it. Well, hey, you're hey, welcome to come on any, any anytime, dog. Okay, I'll be ready tomorrow. You guys ready? I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the bus. <laughs> All right, fellas. All right, we'll see you.